welcome to episode 186 of the Customer Support Leaders Podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. This week we talk about support in the business. So stay tuned for five leaders talking about that very topic. I'd like to welcome back to the podcast today, Greg Skirving. Greg, it's been a while. It's lovely to have you back again. Thank you, Charlotte. Glad to be back. Thanks so much. Uh, this time you're here to talk about support in the business, right? So so I think, first of all, I'd kind of just like to uh, explore with you how you see support's place in a wider organization. Where, where exactly in your mind does it fit and, and what's its purpose? Let's start there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me, before I get into that, let me start with um, um, sort of a bit of a theory that I have. Um, every, every, every company that provides a product or a service, um, it's incumbent upon them to provide information to their customers on uh, how, to, how to use the product, how to set it up how to do administration, um, uh, how support, how to support it themselves and, and how to get support. Um, and, and that of course, every, every company does that. You buy a car, you open the glove box. Well, there's a, there's the user manual. It's got everything, you know, it's got the troubleshooting. It's got the, uh, the, 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 the maintenance log in the back. Um, you buy a TV, you know, and when, when you deal with a, a, a technology or a SaaS company, um, it, there's no difference. There's no difference. So a company needs to provide uh, all of those services uh, to their customers. Now, now support. When you look at support traditionally, that uh, uh, that's uh, an eight hundred number, and people phone in and uh, and and they get support. I know in, in previous uh, uh, podcasts we've talked about what what does uh, uh, one deliver via the support desk, and um, there's no wrong answer to that. And I've I've dealt with uh, with with companies where we did brake fix only. Are there three lights on? Is that third light blinking? Good. Go talk to somebody else. Um, and then I've dealt with other companies where you phone support, and we do you know everything from uh, what amounts to professional services. Hey, I just bought one of your units. The SE called me and said uh, uh, that you guys would help me. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, configure this, right? Mm-hmm. It's half a day, whatever. And, uh, and, and then, then you're also taking calls whereby somebody says things down like, well, mm-hmm. did you, did you try anything? So that effectively is what I call level zero troubleshooting. They haven't done anything. So I think, I think when we talk now, let's bring it back to support as a, as a, a functioning department within the overall business. I think first, um, and this typically comes from um, higher up in the vision, how do you want to um, uh, provide overall service to your customer and which groups do that? So, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, everything you just said supports something that I've I've been saying for years now, which is that no two support teams are the same, no two support organizations and customer bases are the same, right? So we have to, we have to, even though this is 
a podcast aimed in some respects at as at support as a f- business function and the people in there and the and the the functions of doing and being support actually part of the joy of this podcast for me is just the variety of people that I get to talk to because I have my own very quite narrow experience in terms of you know the types of support I've I've worked in the types of support I provided and I suspect the same is true of a lot of leaders but support still does mean all those things doesn't it yeah, absolutely. And again, I'm glad you brought that up because there is no wrong answer. And and the last thing we want to do is just cookie cutter what support is for, you know, every type of organization, be that uh, an on-prem solution, be that SaaS. Um, but, but the underlying um, components are still the same. I go back to the, you pop the glove box on your, uh, on your new car. There's that book that, that tells you how to use it, you know, how to maintain it, how to, how to, uh, you know, fix it to, to some degree. And if you look at it from those concepts, support in every organization is going to fulfill certain activities. And the biggest challenge is not, um, does one support organization do too much and are they giving away professional services? It, the, the, the critical piece is that um, support has a, a, an understood and harmonious uh, uh, relationship with customer success with development, with professional services. It's one thing to say, you know, I mentioned uh, um, the example of the, the customer phones and says the SE, you know, we just bought it and the SE said, uh, you know, you guys would help me set it up and support. And you say, well, no, 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 we don't do that. You're going to have to go talk to our professional services team. And then the professional services team looks at it and says, well, we don't do anything unless it's four hours. We got to have a four hour minimum. Right. Mm. And and that speaks of 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 not all uh, departments being on the same page. What Mm. that leads to is uh, uh, obviously confusion uh, and disenchantment from the customer and a lot of, well, they, you know, um, you know, that's the uh, 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 something that every time I go into a new organization, I make sure that that uh, my folks don't refer to engineering and development as they. Yeah, to create that. Them and us. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, they is all we. Yeah, I like that. It's just just to like put the brakes on that them and us kind of um, attitude that can develop, right? You used a really interesting word a minute ago because I've had conversations with um, leaders on this podcast about support's relationship to particular business functions. And I think that this more holistic discussion about support in the business is interesting because it doesn't over focuses us on any one of those relationships because I think thinking about any one of those relationships we can think about what that means in terms of information flow and process and and you know the customer journey but thinking about support in a wider sense in the business is interesting and the word you used which really caught my attention was harmonious because uh, as you said that I was thinking back to all those other conversations and how we'd settled on process and customer experience and customer journey and all those things and how harmony was never part of any of those discussions how what does a harmonious relationship with support look like do you think and what what, what exactly does that mean 
Yeah, that's critical. And um, I can say that um, um, no company I've ever worked for or been exposed with has been a hundred percent because there's so much, so much change. But um, I think I think the ideal situation you want to get into is if if a customer were to um, um, you know contact. Um, any of the customer-facing groups, be that their customer success manager, be that you know professional services, their account manager, their their SE, um, that they would get the same answer. So um, obviously, on the back end, you want those um, uh, processes and the inputs and the outputs um, to to work seamlessly, but, um, uh, it, it, there's always change. So there's, uh, there's always some glitches and things like that. But if, if you can't pluck a customer, uh, uh, uh randomly and, and, uh, um, just, you know, uh, uh, have them contact any part of the organization and that part of the organization doesn't know what the other part of the organization uh, is doing. Again, customer facing that runs into that'll that'll run into challenges because the customer a gets confused, b gets um, um, annoyed because what he or she hears is, well, you're not the person I go to or the group that I go to, but you didn't tell me where to go, so. Again, I look at support in the business as um, uh, uh, a critical part of a, you know, a coordinated effort, um, both uh, internally in terms of, you know, processes that kick off and escalations and 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 uh, you know, escalating to the to the the back line that deals with engineering or what have you, but making sure that that we as a united front are are always giving a consistent message uh, to our customers and not saying not my job you got to go talk to somebody else yeah yeah that sort of unified um kind of for want of a better word customer aspect that it it's a a, a it's a single for your customers it's a single and consistent experience i think that's the sort of harmony that you're that you're describing absolutely customer harmony maybe that's the next customer experience who knows yeah, well, you know, um, actually, it's funny you should mention that too, because um, it's incumbent upon us, especially. I mean, the 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 SaaS world exposed the fact that we weren't really paying attention to our customers as well as we could, uh, except nine minutes into nine months into the Very their contract, yeah. and uh, and and SaaS exposed that, and obviously gave birth to the cu- the customer success manager. Um, but, um, um, yeah, you need a harmonious relationship with your, your customers. I mean, the vendor customer relationship is, is not like it is a a marriage and no marriage is perfect, but one without communication is, is destined to fail. So, you know, you need to, you need to listen just as much as your customers as, uh, as you do to your, uh, your peer groups internally in, in the support of your customers. That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 186 for the show notes and I'll see you next time.